Our Father, we thank you again for bringing us together before your presence. We worship you, we adore you, we magnify you, we glorify your name. Your name be worshipped, O Lord. As we come before you, please speak to us, teach us, reveal your word to us, help us to put your word to work. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Child of God, we welcome to Mount Zion daily devotion once again. We are continuing with what we studied yesterday according to Isaiah 58. Our topic is Add True Fasting to Your Prayer. Add True Fasting to your prayers part two yesterday we learned that it's good to add fasting to your prayer so that we get effective results even as we engage in prevailing prayers and we learned that according to Isaiah 58 True fasting requires that we humble ourselves continually before the Lord and not just for a day. And that when we are fasting, we ought to honor our obligations, especially to our workers. We are not supposed to exploit our workers. We are not supposed to engage in quarreling and strife and fighting. It says that the kind of fasting that he has chosen is that when you are fasting, you lose the chains of injustice of others, relieve others from the yoke and their burden, set the oppressed free. Hallelujah. And it says that the kind of fasting he has chosen is that when we are fasting, we should be compassionate and care and caring. She share our food with the hungry and provide for the poor. Provide them all their needs, including the need for their shelter. We should assist those who are in need, basically. He says that when you see the naked, you clothe them and don't turn away from your own flesh and blood. And say so that when we do all these things in fasting, our light will break forth like the dawn and our healing will quickly appear and then our righteousness will go before us and the glory of the Lord will be our rare guide. So we came to verse 8 of Isaiah 58 and we want to continue from verse 9. I hope you are following closely. Verse 9 says that then you will call. See, after you've done what he has prescribed, what you call true fasting, a fasting that is not selfish. And when you are fasting, you walk in righteousness and you help others. 
you become God unto them, to bring relief and justice unto them. When we do that, then you will call and the Lord will answer. You will cry for help and he will say, here am I. Beloved, this is a great key <laughs> that the Lord is putting into our hands this morning. Hallelujah. It's a great key. So after you've done all that he has prescribed, above then you will call mm -hmm. and the lord will answer you will cry for help and he will say here am i and yesterday i was sharing with you a certain religion which i hope you all know and when you are engaging in their long fast what they do you see they go out there and give alms to people they share what they have with people. Amen. Let me share this with you. Uh, those of you who know the country Ghana, where we are broadcasting from, the chief imam turned 100 years yesterday and he's been celebrated all over. I watched a documentary about this chief imam. And it is said that in his house, which I will call his mission house, they prepare food from morning to up to about midnight, breakfast, lunch, dinner. And anybody passing through, whether you are a Muslim or not, can enter there and eat. And this goes on every day, seven days in a week goes on every day and the ladies who are in charge were, were, were sharing their views in the documentary how many bags of rice they use in a day how many bags of maize they use to prepare porridge a day bags of sugar and they do it every day and people pass by muslims no muslim anybody in the community they pass by every day and eat from morning to about 12. Anytime you pass by, you find something to eat. So why won't the man live for 100 years? And he's 100 and he's not weak. You see, these things are scriptural. Some of us have so, we have a close economy. <laughs> Everything we have is for, for, for me, I and myself. Everything you have is for you and your close family. Even supporting kingdom business is difficult for some of us. Supporting other people is difficult for some of us. But God is showing us that which causes him to open up to us. He says, when you do this, then when you call, even the verse is we read yesterday, it says, your light will break forth like the dawn, and your healing will quickly appear, and your righteousness will go before you. Hmm? Anytime you talk about righteousness, our thinking is avoiding sin. Yes, avoiding sin. 
but it goes beyond that. It's also about doing good good deeds. The Bible says when Jesus came, he was anointed. Peter said that Jesus was anointed of the Holy Spirit and with power. He went about doing good. Your righteousness is also about doing good deeds, being good to others. Look out for people to help. Look out for needs to fix. Hallelujah. There is this brother in our church. A word to do, brother. I've been to his house before. Lived outside, come to this country. Drives an SUV, a four-wheel drive. He drives Saturdays, come to church, pray, and after praying, he joins the ladies. He's only the only man I've seen. Join the ladies and sweep, sweep the church and around the church. And sometimes he brings his own hovering machine to hoover the carpets of the church. He does it regularly. Find something to do, either for God or for mankind, or for your community, for the needy. Help somebody. Be a source of help. That touches God's heart. Hallelujah. And it releases his answers to you. It says, then you will call and the Lord will answer. You will cry for help and he will say, here I am. So you go to the chief imam's mission house and there is, there is supply. And you enter into some Christian mission house and even water, you will not get to drink. They will ask you, where are you coming from? If you are not a member of the church, I don't think you can even enter there. May God have mercy on us. So the part B of the verse 9 says that if you do away with the yoke of oppression, with the pointing finger and malicious talk, these are some of the things you, you should also do away with. Pointing finger, malicious talks, talking maliciously about people, saying what they have not done, pointing accusing figure, if you do away with that, and say, if you spend yourself on behalf of the hungry, listen, he's saying it again, oh, God cares about people who feed others. Hmm. I hope somebody is listening. If you spend yourself on behalf of the hungry and satisfy the needs of the oppressed, are you listening? I'm learning my lessons. You ought to learn yours this morning. He said, then your light will rise in the darkness. When you are in a tired corner, when darkness has come upon you, light will appear. And your night will become like a noon day. Your night will, when you are in deep darkness, things are dark, things are tight. Say, light will appear. To be like you are walking around 12 midday. This is true fasting. And what we do, that the Lord will guide you always. Are you hearing? When you do that, the Lord will guide you always. When you engage in true fasting, the Lord will guide you always. He will satisfy your needs, even in a sun-scorched land, in a land where the sun is so scorching and every plant has died. 
and there is poverty and there is lack. He said, the Lord will satisfy your needs. And he will strengthen your frame, talking about your body. The Lord will fill you with strength. Amen. Continue to say that you will be like a well-watered garden. A well-watered garden. You want your life to be like a well-watered garden? Like a spring whose waters never failed? Always fresh? Always fruitful? Always green? Then you ought to engage in what we call what the Lord calls true fasting. Hallelujah. Verse 12, he continues to say that your people will rebuild the ancient ruins and will raise up the old age foundation. You will be called the repairer of broken walls and the restorer of streets with dwelling. So there will be restoration. All that you've lost will be restored. All that have been broken in your life will be repaired. And there will be a rebuilding of your life. Hallelujah. On the foundation that God has for you, that is on your original destiny, there will be restoration of destinies. Amen. Then you will find your joy in the Lord. And I will cause you to ride in triumph. On the heights of the land, you will ride in triumph, in victory, on the heights of the land, and to feast on the inheritance of your father Jacob, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken. You will feast on the inheritance of your father. The blessings of Abraham will be activated to you and your life will be a life of victory and you ride in the height of the land you'll be at the top only hallelujah you'll be at the top this is good news and beloved i pray that you will take this lesson seriously Indeed, we need to add fasting to our prayer. Jesus said, when the bridegroom is taken away from them, then they will fast. When people ask him the question, why his disciples were not fasting, but the disciples of John were fasting, he told them that day is coming that they will fast. And when we read Acts chapter 13, the Bible says in the church of Antioch, one day they were engaging in fasting, and ministry unto the Lord. So it tells you that was the character of the disciples after the death of Jesus. They engage in fasting. Fasting is good. And I'm saying many people engage in fasting in scripture. Jesus himself engaged in fasting. But the Lord is teaching us what we ought to do under the circumstances of fasting. And when we observe these things, Opening our heart and our hands to the needy, feeding the hungry. He's mentioned that one severally in this same chapter. And I've given you the example of Ghana's chief imam, what happens at his mission house. And I'm not surprised that he is still strong and he's hundred, because he's observing scriptures in his life. 
opened up his house <laughs> to the needy. Sometimes you think that how can I do this? Just that the Lord will bring provision because people know that this is what the man does. People also offer freely to him. They offer maize, they offer sugar, they offer rice so that he can continue this wonderful venture to the needy around his community. Open up. Go to the orphanages. Help. Help people on the street. Help the needy at your workplace. That messenger, that watchman, his children. Help your own flesh and blood, your home. That's your house help that you have neglected. Help her. Okay? Beyond the contract that you have with her, I should serve you and you pay her. If you can put her in some work for her to learn something, do that. Be kind to people. Be kind to the needy. Be kind. That's what you mean by releasing the oppressed. Give people some liberty. Treat them like creatures of God. All God is expecting us to do is behave like him. What he would do for us if he, he were to be here. He wants us to do it on his behalf. Hallelujah. That's why Jesus said, I was hungry, you did not feed me. And I was in prison, you did not visit me. And the people asked, when were you there? He said, because you did not do for your neighbor, you did not do it for me. Let's watch our lives. And let's walk as true Christians. And when we are fasting and we are praying, we should observe these things and do and the Bible says, when you observe this true fast, the 13, I skip the 13, it talks about if you keep your feet from breaking the Sabbath and from doing as you please on my holiday, if you call the Sabbath a delight and the Lord's holiday honorable, and if you honor it by not going your own way and not doing as you please, or speaking either words. You see here, the SDA people tell you, you people are breaking the Sabbath. What is the Sabbath? Everybody knows that the Sabbath is Saturday. It's, it's, it's not contestable. But in the early Christian, first century Christian, the life of the first century Christian, they used to meet not on the Sabbath, not on, on Saturday. They used to meet on the first day of the week, what they call the lost day, the day that Christ resurrected. And that is Sunday. And that is when they used to meet. Okay? So things change. And regarding the Sabbath, Jesus spoke about it severally. That the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. Okay? So don't, when you read that portion, don't, don't get some, don't get worried. That maybe you don't go to church on Saturday. That's not what he's talking about. Observing the day of the Lord. And he talks about the Lord's holy day. If the, the early church decided to shift from meeting on Saturday to meeting on the Lord's day. And we are following. I don't think we have faulted. Because that has become your Sabbath. In fact, when you read the New Testament, I think in Colossians or in the book of one of the Corinthians, letters of Corinthians, it talks about that. Don't let people fix days for you. Okay? 
For serving the Lord is not about a particular day. That's what the Bible teaches. So your Sabbath is the day that you have devoted the holy day of the Lord to serve the Lord. And let that day be the Lord's day. Amen. So if you worship on Sunday, let it be the Lord's day. Some of you will go to church and spend two two hours and you are are just, if it goes beyond two hours, you just want to leave the place. Devote that day to the Lord. And that becomes your Sabbath. Hallelujah. Honor the Lord's holy day. It is here. If you call the Sabbath a delight and the Lord's holy day honorable. And I'm saying the, the early church meets on the Lord's day, the day of resurrection, Sunday, the day the Lord arrives. They call it the Lord's day. So that has become our Lord's holy day. Those of us who, who worship on Sunday, and that is your Sabbath. So don't worry when you read that portion, verse 13. But honor that day. It's all part of true fasting. Since when you do that, then you'll find your joy in the Lord. And I will cause you to ride in triumph on the heights of the land and to feast on the inheritance of your father Jacob. For the mouth of the Lord has spoken. So true fasting is a great revelation. And I pray that you abide by that. I just want you to pray and thank God for speaking to us this morning and showing us this revelation. Father, we just want to bless you and thank you, O God. For this wonderful words that you have shared with us. If you observe true fasting. By being helpful to others. Supply the need of others. Satisfy the needs of the oppressed. Your words say that our light will rise in the darkness. And our night will become like noon. He said then we will call and the Lord will answer us. We will cry for help. And he will say, here am I, O Lord. Help us, O Lord, to observe true fasting. And help us to open our life to the needy and help those who need our help. We pray thee in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Beloved, if you are sick somewhere, Put your hand there as we pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, reach out, O Lord, and heal the sick and afflicted. From the crown of their head to the soles of their feet, I speak healing to their bones, to their blood, to their liver, to their kidney, even to their souls, my God. For it is written, by your wounds we are healed. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. If you are listening to us and you are not giving your life to Jesus, please pray this prayer for me. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, I come before you, a sinner that I am. I repent of my sins and confess you as my Lord and personal Savior. Please receive me and come into my life. Make me your own. Help me to live for you forever in Jesus' name. If I pray, this prayer, you are born again. Jesus has come into your life. As simple as it is, you cross. 
from darkness into light, from the camp of the enemy to the camp of Jehovah God. Please find a Bible-believing church in our tent and let them baptize you in water. Let them also lead you to the Holy Spirit baptism and subject yourself to discipleship so that you grow in the Lord and become mature. May the Lord bless and establish you for giving your life to Jesus. Amen. We want to share the benediction, but before then, let me remind you that this Saturday, we are meeting, that will be our last Mount Zion Saturday morning prayer service, two-hour intensive prayer service in the month of April, the month of prevailing prayers. Don't miss it. We are preparing and we are praying that the Lord will visit us mightily. Shall we share the grace together? May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Please read Torah Isaiah 58 and ask for grace to observe true fasting so that the Lord will meet you at the point of your need. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon you and your family. May he bless you and bless you and bless you and keep blessing you until you become a great blessing in jesus name i bless you amen